We hope you enjoy listening to this weekly podcast from Lifeline Church. Find out more by visiting lifelinechurch.co.uk. Probably I'd want to change that now, thinking about it, to say that we we are the answer. And that sounds very conceited and superior. But let's have a little look at what we really mean by that. All right, so what a time, guys, we're living in. I mean, on top of all the virus issues, now we have had this whole awful murder of George Floyd and the race issues and the reactions and the, the vandalism. And my goodness me, I mean, we couldn't have dreamed up something like this. Uh, and so much of this we need to understand is, is an operation. Uh, it, behind this is the spirit of an age, of this age, that's, that's working. And thankfully, God is a spirit. and God is empowered by his spirit to actually have an answer to the deeper issue, not just the presented issues. It was very good to see um, the opportunity to come to a, a place of influence with the clip that we just saw of Daniel uh, on the BBC uh, gives us some more opportunity to actually bring something. So we have to understand we have to be people of sightedness, people that see beyond what is actually said and presented. Let's just take one tiny, well, one serious example. But recently on the, on the BBC, uh, there was a, an, a, a, an article that said that the professor, I think you pronounce it Tainel or Tagnel, uh, in Sweden admits he's wrong. This was a complete uh, corruption of what he actually said. When you turn to the interview, he said something very reasonable. Remember that he had a different view to how things should happen with the whole uh, coronavirus thing. And uh, he'd said something along the lines, yes, we've all got things to learn. and uh, We never claim that every one of, any one of us got it all right. And this, this corruption, this change of of what's being said is is a part of what we're facing when we if we just not fail to listen with that ear to god and are just influenced by what's happening in the world and even in the media world where so much is focused as i'm sure you've picked up on who can we blame and who got this wrong and who got that wrong this blame culture praise god that he has equipped us with a different spirit. We're people of a different spirit, not just different actions, not just different ideas, but a different spirit. We've talked before about how the men of Issachar uh, understood, saw through what was actually happening and had understanding as what to do. They had sightedness. You see, the spirit that God has placed within us. And remember that when he calls us to himself, we're not just changed in ideas, we're not just changed in what we believe, 
We're completely changed. We are equipped with a different spirit. The spirit that he's put in us is if someone takes your shirt, according to the Bible, you give them your coat as well. It speaks of Caleb, a man of a different spirit that actually changed the course of history for a whole nation because he was someone of a different spirit. A spirit that doesn't return evil for evil, that believes in forgiveness, not retaliation. Alongside all this turmoil, of course, we've got the fragility of human life. The horrendous, I know these figures come out and they're stated, but each time it kind of, I think, so many people passed away. It's, it's, it, we can almost become immune to the impact and the awfulness of that just in the frequency of the figures. It also causes there to be a, an understanding of fragility, not only of human life, but of, of how we live, jobs and employment. The unpredictable nature. Questions about life after death. Questions about what's, what's most valuable, what's most important. And then, of course, the whole nation at the moment is looking, what's most important, health or economy? And that's a whole battle that rages at the present time. It's a serious time. It's a concerning time. And against that backdrop, we do have or are the answer because we have good news. And as a people that have good news, we have no right to in any way hold out. Jesus is the light of the world. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Last week, Terry spoke about uh, us being a portal for the Holy Spirit to bring in the good news and the, and the reality of who God is. Now, this is not becoming some kind of scripture quoting machine or walking around with some superior condescending holy smile we've got it and you've not jesus example was very different he engaged in the world that was around him with interest with care with love if you think about how and he is our example if you think about how he conducted himself he would use illustrations, if you look through, illustrations from farming, from construction, from fishing, from housekeeping, from financial management. He would also probe into the meaning of law and history and poetry and prophets. Somebody that was engaged and yet was of a different spirit that had a message, had an answer. And of course, at the end of the day, we all know that actions speak louder than words. We also know that Jesus has chosen to use us. Just have a think for a moment. You remember when Lazarus died and he was in the tomb? They called for Jesus to come. And eventually he came. 
you know what he told people to do? He said, roll the stone away. Now, come on, guys. If he's going to raise somebody from the dead, rolling a stone away would is nothing. But he engaged people in his purpose. And if the stone hadn't been rolled away, perhaps Lazarus wouldn't have ever come forth from the tomb. See, he uses people. He uses us. Remember the friends that took the man and let him down through the roof? I mean, what an extreme thing to do. I like to think. I know it's not described in the scripture. It says the man was told to, to just go home. Can you imagine that homecoming? Sometimes I like to kind of taste the future of when we see what God will do, when we see particular ones coming to know Jesus, when we see the power of God to taste what it'd be like. Man, I would have been, I would have liked to have been around that place when that man came walking home, carried out on a bed and coming home. I doubt that he walked home. I could imagine he ran home, and by the time he got home, the whole neighborhood was there. Times of great rejoicing, tasting what it would be like. Do you ever like to do that? To kind of taste, imagine when God does this, when this particular one in difficulty and trouble comes to know Jesus. Just to taste what it would be like. Well, this role that God gives us starts in the heart. We're called to reflect his heart. We're equipped to reflect his heart. And what was his heart for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son? There is sacrifice involved. There is pain involved. But there's also the joy of seeing somebody who rightfully belongs to Jesus coming to know him. Do you have that ache in your heart for someone who you know or love or met to come to know him? Is that something that looms large? Maybe a friend, maybe a family member, maybe someone that we've met. The emphasis all the time is on love. The emphasis is on what God put in us when he changed us. Of course, he calls us to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will lead us as we opt for his time and make ourselves disposable, usable, available to him. Looking for his leading. I, I sometimes sit, when I think about these things, I sit and I reflect. And I, I tend to just use and share the things that come back to mind. And do you know what? I could remember driving down. Uh, what we used to do, uh, there was a group of us some years ago. We used to wait on God. We had a number of contacts. Lord, who do you want us to, to see today, tonight? And often God would give us a particular person, a particular name, somebody that we'd had former contact with. 
And what came back to mind as I was thinking about this was driving down a road in Dagenham and the very person that we prayed for coming out of one of the alleys just as I drove past. And I thought, you know, right there, there's a measure of expectation and faith. More recently, when we were praying for our, uh, when we decided on the Muslim holy night that we would also pray for our Muslim friends and contacts, and Dawn and I were just on a walk and we were praying. And I felt I should not just pray, we have lovely Muslim neighbors on each side of us. I thought I shouldn't just pray for them, but I should go knock at their door and say, what would you particularly like me to pray for? I was amazed at the responsiveness. So much so that uh, just this week, one of the neighbors came and gave us the last, he got the, managed to buy these special masks and he, he got one left and he, he gave and come and gave us his last one. But at the same time, talked about something that he'd asked prayer for in more detail. Has he come to Christ? No. But are we seeing times and opportunities as we pursue the purpose of God in these times? Well, we have to move on. God has made clear that the gospel is the way to God, that we call to be the light, and that actions speak louder than words, and that's the better way to show the light, actions of love and care and interest to show what God is like. See, the love of God in us means that our hearts become strangely warmed, our interest is created. Circumstances can be arranged by the Holy Spirit. His love in us is what compels us. This is not some recruitment drive to get some salespeople out and sell the message that never works in fact that would be like a contest well i've i've achieved so many or i mean that just brings us right back to the nastiness of this world and it's if we're doing it because we ought to it becomes an issue of uh, of of law rather than love but filled with the Holy Spirit and alert unto him. You know, it can be quite exciting, quite, quite hairy at times as well. And God just prompts us to do something odd or unusual or unexpected. But that's the fun, that's the joy of walking with him, being used by him. It can also be so something very ordinary, uh, something that uh, is not out of the ordinary at all. But it becomes special because God empowers us and illuminates it. You see, what he requires of us is a people that are, are, are more focused on building for eternity than just building for now. You know, building for now comes to an end, building for eternity, that just goes on forever. That is the fulfilling of God's goodness and God's purpose. Lord, lead me, 
show me how I can show Jesus to someone is a great prayer to pray. Are you someone who would say you, you love Jesus? Are you someone who would like someone else to experience that, a new place of peace, a new place of security, a new place of joy, barriers removed, the pleasure of his presence, the very joy of being that portal of God the Holy Spirit. Let, let's have an adventure. Let's let God touch our hearts. Let's walk down the street and ask, Lord, who is it? Are you leading me to someone? And if he doesn't, let's be at peace about that. These are, this is a season of harvest. This is harvest time. And harvest time is an important time to use for the harvest. I mean, we're hearing amazing stories about the numbers of people that are uh, accessing prayer or um, turning to the Alpha course. Or I mean, it's, it's amazing. And we want to be part of that. We want to be part of what God is doing. We want to engage in the fullness of his purpose the joy of being his portal. In a moment, I'm going to hand back to Richard and he's going to uh, tell us how we can access prayer. But I'm going to suggest to you this morning that you consider taking that opportunity to, to, to have someone join with you in prayer, that God would touch your heart and grant you opportunity so that you can be part of the harvest time. So that at this time, we don't stand and watch from the sideline, but we're part of it. We're part of being what God is doing in these troubled, dreadful situations that we face. And it's not finished yet. And I'm not a purveyor of doom. I'm a purveyor of the fact that God has set us for such a time as this. We are the answer because we have the Holy Spirit, because we know Jesus, and because the answer is in Jesus. Maybe you want to take opportunity to have somebody particularly pray for you at this time. I hand back to Richard. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Lifeline Church. We hope this message has been an encouragement to you. We are a relational church with a passion to demonstrate God's love to one another and our surrounding community in real and practical ways. We believe that God has called us to have an impact on our families, our communities and our nation. We'd love to connect further with you, so please do visit our website at lifelinechurch.co.uk, on Facebook, lifeline.church.uk or Twitter at Lifeline UK.